0: it's season three of the be your own kind podcast and we thank you humbly thank you for tuning in be your own kind's mantra is there is never an inopportune time to be yourself in other words be you without apologies in this season i will be presenting nuggets and interviewing individuals that are creating their lane and rocking it Be sure to check out the featured businesses in the description box and follow us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and pretty much every platform. Okay, now let's take flight. Well, hello, Nicole. How are you doing today? i'm doing great how are you doing i'm doing pretty well um i've actually been subscribed to sprout law for a really long time so it's good to see the you know the the face to the name so to speak
1: (laughs) yeah like it's great to finally meet you almost in person but i feel like we've known each other through like instagram or like just online space for a while now right right So, so how long you've been in is it called business law Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Trademark law, business law. Um, oh my gosh, it's been like six years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, what made you
0: choose that this like business law?
1: Well, okay. So I was always super interested in it because I was really into entrepreneurship and everything like that. And then I started a skincare line after law school and I started that. Because I was like, I was working like corporate law and it was just really boring. And I felt like, I don't think that this is the right fit for me. You know, <laughs> like I'm just not a nine to five girl like that. Um, and so I started this skincare line. Oh. I did this for like two years. And then I got a cease and desist letter because like I didn't trademark it. I didn't take care of the legal parts of it, even though I was an attorney. I was just like, you know, I got to work on like getting sales and like getting Instagram followers and getting all of those things. So I didn't think about the legal part of it. And then I got a cease and desist letter because somebody was like, oh, this is actually my brand name, I've trademarked it, like you can't use it anymore and uh, had to rebrand my entire business. So then I became like obsessed with trademarks and I was talking to a lot of my friends about it and you know, who also run businesses and they're like, no, we've never heard of it either. And it kind of became this thing that like a lot of women entrepreneurs specifically didn't really know about. Um, and so I just, I became obsessed, like I learned everything that I could about them. And then I started my own law firm and just started, um, doing, doing trademarks for other people. Uh, cause I was like, I'm not going through this again. Like I don't want my friends to go through this. Um, so the very first thing I did was like trademark my law firm names. <laughs> I was like, I'm not losing it. I'm not having to rebrand this thing again. Um, and I've been doing that ever since. Nice. Nice. Now one of my questions to
0: you was what are one of the major mistakes that startup businesses <laughs> Dude, I guess she just handled that.
1: <laughs> I made them. I've made them all personally. So yeah, that—that's the biggest one I think that I deal with uh, on a daily basis is like not not protecting the brand name and stuff like that. And so many people are starting small businesses now that it's like it's only a matter of time before somebody else uses like your name or your logo or your tagline or any of these things. So I think that's definitely a big one.
0: Right. I'm not even trademark. I have my name. I have a logo. I have everything all super and pretty and stuff. And I I was, as I was like researching you, I'm
1: like, man, I'm going to, she's probably just going to be like, well, what's up with you? No, I mean, I get it. Like it's, it's one of the million things on the to-do list. You know what I mean? Like I, I run my own small business too. So I know that it's, there's a lot of stuff to do and that's, this is one important thing, but there's a lot of important things. So
0: Right. And so I just want you to break down for us uh, business owners that have not trademarked, what is the like, like maybe three pointers of
1: the importance of trademarking and why we should like lift it on our to do list? Yeah. So I think maybe, maybe I'll start with like what even is a trademark in case anybody's listening, being like, what the heck are they even talking about? Um, so a trademark protects like your brand name, it can protect your logo, it can protect the tagline stuff like that. And people often get it confused with copyrights, which are like more for like artistic work, designs, photos, videos, and stuff like that. So when we think about trademarks, like I think that that's one of the most important legal things to think about in your business. And that's really about like the branding. So your name, your logo, your tagline. And the reason why it's important is because number one, if somebody else already has a trademark for your name, then you might not even be able to use it legally. I think the biggest mistake that I made when I was starting my business was like, I just thought, oh, you pick a name and you just start your business and you roll with it. And it's actually like not at all how it works because a lot of names are already taken. Right. So a lot of, you know, like we think about like Starbucks or like Nike or whatever, and those are like the famous ones, but there's like 3 million other ones that you probably have never even heard about before. Um, and so we want to make sure that your name's actually available because if somebody else has already trademarked it, then you might have to rebrand everything like I had to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: hopefully not, but that's something that can happen. Um, and then another thing we want to think about is like stopping people from ripping you off and stealing your brand. Um, and if you don't have a trademark for it, then there's really not that much that you can do as a small business owner um, to stop copycats from like stealing your brand name. So this happened to us like last year. Um, You know, like my law firm Sprout Law and I've been doing it for like, I don't know, five or six years at this point. And um, somebody else came out with like the Sprout Legal Company or something like that. Um, And it was like, wait, that's my brand name. Like and luckily I had a trademark for it. And so I was able to like, you know, reach out to them and they rebranded. But at first they didn't want to. And they were like, we're not changing it. Um, And I was like, well, as soon as i said like i have the trademark here's my registration number they like the next day they were like it's changed sorry like we're so sorry <laughs> please don't sue us um, but like if i didn't have that and there would be like two of us right now and that's obviously like pretty confusing right for people um and then the third thing is like if somebody else trademarks it first it can get really expensive to get your brand back and be able to use it and stuff like that it can just create a lot of like legal drama that takes time and money and just isn't, it's just not something that you want to deal with. So that's kind of all the reasons why it's important to do.
0: Okay. So you, you walk the businesses through the, do all of the steps or do you guys just, just do it for the business?
1: Yeah, we just do it for you. Cause it's right. just like, <laughs> this is, this is what I've been saying lately. Cause it seems like it's like, Oh, you know, you fill out the form online and it seems kind of easy, but like, what I recently discovered was, I mean, most, most applications, um, get rejected at first. So like 84% of the time they get rejected at first. And then we have to go in and like make changes or submit arguments and stuff like that. But the funny thing I saw was like Idris Elba and like Blake Lively and like Jason Momoa, like all these celebrities file trademarks for their brands and like a lot of them get denied. So I've been kind of joking, like if Idris Elba can't do it, like what, and his fancy attorneys can't do it, like why (laughs) do you think that you could DIY it? Uh, It's a hard process, yeah. And that's probably why most people just like, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I think that's a good point. Yeah, (laughs) because it seems easy, and I think it like tricks people into thinking that that it's an easy process, and it's definitely not.
0: No, I, I thought it was easy. I, I too went online like, oh, and then I start reading all the instructions and I'm like, Ooh, okay, let me just put the, this. This will stay on my to-do list, but it'll be on the next page. Like, I'm yeah, <laughs> I think that's a good strategy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I love the fact that um, every once in a while, I don't know how often Sprout Law does this, but you guys offer like a trademark scholarship.
1: You choose one business where you would um, supply these services for free, correct? We do, yeah. So we're gonna actually be doing that. We've been doing it every other month. Okay. Um, this year, but uh in two thousand twenty two, oh, wow. we're doing it every month. So um November and December of this year it's every month and then next year it'll be every month too. So we'll do one business a month. Oh
0: man, that that is really yeah. good. that's double you guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 Um, also, um,
0: as far like um, aside from trademarking, what are some other things that businesses can do to make sure that they're legally protected.
1: Yeah. So one thing, you know, look into like becoming an LLC or something like that. Um, that's not right for everybody, but, um, you know, that really protects like your personal assets. That's sort of like the benefit of it is that like, if you have an LLC and you've registered that, then you're not personally liable for anything that happens in your business. Um, and so, sorry, my, you might hear my dog bark. <laughs> um, but that, that can be like a good thing, just depending on like, how much risk you have in your business you know like if you have like a beauty company like and or you have like a product that like people are eating or you're doing like some kind of wellness like or fitness like i think those things kind of have a little bit more risk mm-hmm. um whereas i feel like things like podcasting or like consulting or like marketing like i think that those things kind of have a little bit less risk so um you know just kind of depends on your business and what state you're in and stuff like that. But that could be something to check into. And then also I think contracts are the other thing that I would recommend, um, you know, just making sure that you're protected with like any other, I, would, I usually say like where money is exchanged. So, you know, like with your customers, with your clients, like with your brand partners, anywhere where you're making money or spending money, you would want to have a contract there. That makes sense. Now here's a question I've been debating
0: with a couple of uh, business owners. So <laughs> when I'm you excited. are when you are advertising your business, and say for instance you did file as an LLC, is it necessary to include the LLC? Like I know when you're branding, is that something that you you need to announce? You know, because I, I some people say it's not necessary, and some people say that it is. So I want to clear that up.
1: No, no, it's not necessary to include that. Okay. Okay um yeah. because sometimes it doesn't just, just seem like it
0: fit like like for instance be your own kind of LLC that doesn't fit to me
1: yeah no that would be a weird <laughs> podcast name <laughs> <laughs> but
0: some people like you have to let the people know and I'm like I think the government just needs to know like I don't think everyone. yeah, <laughs> needs to
1: yeah no this. yeah I think that's spot <laughs> that on and like you know like in your contracts like anything like that like you'll want to put LLC but just out and about um yeah you could drop that <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: So here on um, BYOK, um, we do have a staple question, and that question is, if you can describe yourself in one word, what would it be?
1: Hmm, I would probably say goofy. (laughs) And (laughs) why? I just just laugh a lot, I just make dumb jokes a lot, Uh, like, yeah, I I, I think it's just goofy. (laughs) Like, I get excited about, like, the the trademarks that have like swear words in them or like <laughs> like the, like one of them we just did was like it had like pendeja in it and i was like yes like i get to translate it to asshole like that's so fun um so just uh, maybe maybe goofy or like ridiculous i would say ridiculous i get excited about like some of the trademark arguments that we have to make like um one of them was like doves versus pigeons like and like this person's trademark depended on whether doves and pigeons were different and i was just like making ridiculous arguments Uh, apparently they're like actually the same bird and i don't even know why like it's really crazy they're like like, biologically they're actually the exact same and so it was like this person's trademark was being denied because it was dove it translated into dove, and this other person's trademark translated into pigeon, and so I was like, "Well, they're totally different." And I'm just, ma- I was just saying, like, you wouldn't release pigeons at a wedding. Like, could you imagine <laughs> pigeons being released? That would be hilarious, though. Yeah. So Let's I just celebrate I it, their I love. Like, We're going to release a dozen pigeons, and then I just feel like they poop on over everyone. <laughs> like- <laughs> So I think I'd say goofy or ridiculous because I just get excited about stuff like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know that that's different because when you think of an attorney, you think of stern, serious. You know, like you know, not someone that can find actually find joy in the law and things like that. So that's that's pretty cool. That's a cool perspective right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if I join like the. I mean, there definitely are like tedious law points of it, but I try to make it fun. And I, I just did like a just recorded like an IG. Uh, video about how like your attorney should be like a stone cold weirdo. Um, because you want them to be able to come up with like some weird stuff like this, um, like <laughs> I, I just, yeah, just weird stuff. Like one time the trademark office was like, oh, this is like too similar to this other brand because like Prada sells whatever. And I just went on this like anti-capitalist rant about like, who can afford Prada in this economy? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Um. And that's always the stuff that they like or like the trademark office loves Urban Dictionary and I love using Urban Dictionary as a reference for things. So just being ridiculous. I think it helps. Find yourself a ridiculous attorney.
0: <laughs> and where can people find these uh, these posts on Instagram? Um, I'm at Sprout Law. Okay. And if someone want to reach out to you besides Instagram, where can they reach you at?
1: Um, yeah, you can find us at our website. It's SproutLaw.com
0: pretty uh pretty simple (laughs)
1: like
0: yeah we try to keep it simple yeah right anything else um any upcoming um
1: promotions or anything for sprout law besides i think check out this trademark scholarship yeah we're gonna be doing it every month you can apply on the website just scroll down to the bottom it will say scholarship um and a lot of people apply we usually get like 40 or 50 people so just keep applying and don't Get mad at us if we haven't. (laughs) If it takes us a while to get to you, (laughs) Um, but just yeah, keep keep applying, and uh, I think that's like the biggest thing. But also, if you want to learn more about trademarks, like we have free consultations, we have a free webinar about it. If you'd rather, like, not talk to a a person on the phone, which is like I think people's greatest fear right now. Like, I think it's my greatest fear is like talking to somebody on the phone. Um, So if you'd rather just watch a video, that's totally fine too. Okay, cool. About how. You know what I was the other day? I realized that I actually don't have a, like a business phone number. Like I never posted on my website, like a phone number or anything like that.
0: Oh, wow, um, me yeah. neither. Do you really need it nowadays though? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. I don't, as long as you have an email or a Zoom account or something, or even, even on Facebook you can have me. I find myself having meetings on Facebook. <laughs> yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) exactly i that's what i'm thinking i'm also thinking like if i have to talk on the phone to people all day is that even like a business i want (laughs) i might just retire if i have to start talking to people on the phone (laughs) so true i
0: actually have a job where i talk on the phone but most people will email me so they rarely call rarely call (laughs) yeah yeah
1: okay it's making me feel better now i was trying to think like should i get a phone number and i think I've just decided no, no, nah, cause you you won't use it. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'll be mad if people do use it. I'll be like so stressed, like who's calling me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who is this?
0: <laughs> oh my god, Nicole this has been a pleasure (laughs) I got you I like I needed this today yes yes this this was this was fun and you made law fun oh I did forget one question before we log off so how long does how does the trademarking process take
1: oh man it takes so long (laughs) oh it's Um, not even short okay uh, so it takes about like 10 to 12 months is like the fastest that you can get it okay Um, just because like well, here, let me walk you through it. So it's like step one is like trademark search. And so that's where we make sure that it looks available, that nobody else started taking it. And that we want to make sure that it's going to be approved before you go through like the whole thing. So that that just takes a couple days and we file the application. And then it takes them about six months to review it because there's just like huge delays because so many people are filing applications. So we're just kind of waiting for six months. And then most of the time, like I was saying, for everybody who files it, like 84% of the time it gets denied. So that's when we go back and forth and we make changes or we submit like these ridiculous legal arguments, stuff like that. We submit like real ones, too, but they never really like the real ones. They like the they like the weird ones. That's how we get them. So then um, that usually takes like maybe a month to two months to go back and forth with them and then it goes to publication. So they put it on a website for 30 days and that gives people a chance to object to it if they feel like it's too similar. Um, they don't like notify people or like proactively like email them or contact them. It just has to be like people who are paying attention. So usually it's like larger brands and stuff like that. Um, and so that's 30 days. And then after that period it's approved. So altogether it usually takes about 10 to 12 months, um, before it's like official and you're registered and everything like that. So that's probably about how long it would take before you could actually reach out and stop a copycat who is using the same brand as you. Um, but in the meantime, like, once your application is filed, like they review it in chronological order, like who filed it. So you know that like nobody else can be able to like copy you and then file it and your brand. So I usually would say that like after it's filed, you can kind of go about your business and do what you normally would do. Okay.
0: okay. And does the price vary for those looking to do
1: this? Um, It usually it does. Like there's sort of two different attorney models. Um, the one that most people do is like, it'll be like 400 bucks or 600 bucks or 900 bucks to file it. And then when you need that extra work later on, they just charge hourly for that. Okay. Um, The way that we do it is like, we do it as a package. So it just includes everything that process. So um, no matter how many like arguments you need or how many like back and forth you need with the trademark office, it's all included. So I would say usually probably around like 1500, that's, that's what our package is. Um, and I, I think that like when you include the hourly rates into different attorneys' things, like it probably most of the time end up end up being more than that. Okay. Um, like I had a client who had um, an hourly attorney file it, and then they wanted like it was like a change that was just like clicking a button because um, their application got denied and they needed to fix it, and it was just change- clicking a button, and they were going to charge two thousand dollars <laughs> to click a button. <laughs> oh
0: my yeah. god.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty crazy um so that's why i always like tell people just like know that there's a second process of like it's gonna get denied that happens to like almost everybody and you're gonna need more work on it so just always ask like how much does that cost is that included like what's the hourly rate for that stuff like that so that you know ahead of time like how much it costs for the whole process because i think that like a lot of attorneys pricing on it is like kind of kind of sketchy um and kind of like assuming that, that people don't know that um but there's this extra work at the, wow. um, at the other end of it. Oh
0: wow! Thanks, thanks for the warning. Okay. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's like you think that that's you're like oh it's six hundred bucks or nine hundred bucks. It seems like a good deal, and then I don't think that most of the time it ends up being a good deal. <laughs> but, oh
0: my! Oh
1: yeah. my! Oh my! Ew, well. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, just ask that ahead of time, and then you'll you'll be good. Um, and and we also have like. The way that we do it with our package, like we also have payment plans. So we break it down into like five months. It comes out to like two ninety one a month or okay. stuff like that. So I think other attorneys probably do the same thing. So ask about attorney payment plans, ask how denials are handled and um, check in the scholarships and definitely apply for ours too.
0: Yeah, Sprout Law. That's what this episode is about. Go to yeah. SproutLaw.com. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Nicole, thank you so much. Um, You've given us a wealth of information in such a small (laughs) amount of
1: time. I talk really fast, so I'm glad that this works well. Uh
0: Well, thank you again for um, taking time out of your day and just, just to educate us business owners on, you know, the the don'ts and the do's, you know, and um, we're, we're going to get better. I'm going to speak for me. I'm going to get better with the trademarking, you know, and um, yeah, you guys, I hope that you've learned something. Go to SproutLaw.com if you want to learn more, if you want to apply for the uh, Trademark Scholarship or just, you know, just meet with, just talk with Nicole to see what your options are. So until next time, don't forget to be kind to each other and to yourself. Bye.